everybody. We're back for another Universal's Door show. And on this week's show, we're going to be talking to you about the new Cabana Towers, the Aventura, what's happening with Wet n' Wild, Nintendo and Nintendo Land, uh, Hogwarts Castle, a little bit about it. Uh, we're also going to be talking to you about the HP celebration, the cast and the schedule, which we will be at. Uh, let's see here. Follow the spiders. You'll find out what that uh, means if you don't already. And I've talked to you a little bit about Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Volcano Bay, uh, a little bit about Butterbeer, and then throw in a little movie and dinner information. So we'll be back with you in just a second. This is show 382 for the week of January 22nd, 2017. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Okay, everybody, it's good to be back with you again. Uh, this is probably going to be a quick show. You never know, um, as we uh, will be leaving this week to head to the Harry Potter celebration. In case you're wondering, today is January the 21st, so that's kind of what the deal is. Uh, on this show, it's going to be uh, me and Connor. Hello. And so, as usual, Connor has so much to say, but I know I say that every show with him, so enough of that already. Uh, let's see here. So we're going to start off with... Uh, a little bit of news about the Cabana Towers, and this is something that I had uh, figured out. And in an uh, Orlando Sentinel article, they listed in there that Cabana Towers, which are 400 rooms, that they will not open until February of 2018, even though the last time I tried, I tried to book a room there in September of 2017, this year, and it allowed me to book a room. So I think I'm going to go there quickly and uh and see if i can still book a room there in 2017 and as i had originally thought you can book a uh, uh volcano side room in the towers as of september of 2017 the cost is 147.60 and uh in case i guess in case we haven't told you either uh that's in september that's the second week of september 147.60 uh, it even lists here uh, that the park opens June 1 of 2017, which we'll get around to here in a little bit. They also have a two-bedroom suite in this thing. Uh, the cost for it per day uh, is three fourteen ten. There are no annual pass holder discounts right now listed for this. You can't use them anyway on these rooms. But I still found it interesting that the Sentinel article listed that the uh, towers would not be open until February of 2018. Meanwhile, I can book. So uh, something's changed since that article maybe was written. Uh, as a lot of times uh, Universal tends to do, they're way ahead of schedule on their construction. And so things have uh, picked up. And so they're going to be ready to go before uh, that original article was written. So uh, anyway, uh, let's move on. I just thought I would throw the information in there. And uh, I need to hurry up and get my room booked now before a bunch of people hear this and hurry up and run in and book their room. 
Okay, next, we're going on to uh, uh, Aventura. They also listed in there, and I've heard this also from uh, Universal, that the Aventura will open on July 18th, 2018. In case you don't know what that is, it's, it, it is a uh, 600-room, 16-story hotel. It uh, is shimmering and like mirrored glass. It reminds me of a Vegas 70s hotel. And that, uh, that's going to be right beside Sapphire Falls. And uh, actually, I'll see if I can find a picture. I don't have one. Um, but uh, I'll see if I can find one maybe and try to get all this into a video and put that up. Um, I think that there are some listed out there that show pictures of the area. It is literally right beside the parking garage for uh for sapphire falls so hopefully they don't plan on sharing that as another parking garage because that garage as you heard me say if you looked at the um the review that i did for sapphire falls that garage is many times used by people who then want to take the boat over to um to city walk at night and so the garage ends up not hardly even having enough room in it for the patrons the people that are staying at the hotel so keep that in mind uh, let's see here. Next, uh, Connor, did you want to throw anything in on this, or am I just jabbering along? Well, I mean, no, you covered okay. everything, so okay, that's yeah, fine. So I, I think I, you did fine. I, with I, that. I just happened to think here. Well, I haven't even given Connor a chance to say anything. So, okay, next, Wet and Wild is currently being demolished as of uh, New Year's Eve. Basically, it was shut down. In case you don't know what that was, that was a water park that uh, Comcast bought, I think it was sometimes in the 2000s they bought it. It actually had been open since 1977. Um, anyway, they're demolishing it. Rumor is that I've heard some of those slides from there, the newer ones, are going to go over to um, Volcano Bay. Um, that's, that's a smart idea. Yeah. No sense in just knocking them down. Right. Well, especially because they're new, uh, unless yeah. they can sell them to another resort somewhere around the country. Or they could always send them there or other uh, what and wild resorts? I don't know if they own those, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll I don't let know. Them Save on them. budget for yeah. Uh, Volcano Bay. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like Volcano Bay already has like four hundred slides, so yeah, it has a ton. I can't imagine two or three more are going to make any difference, but maybe. Uh, let's see here. The rumor is right now, though, on the Wet and Wild location, that um, uh, Universal is going to build a four thousand room value resort. This makes a ton of sense to me because it's within the general location. Uh, it keeps everything close together as far as the rooms, and they need more hotel rooms. I've mentioned it before that right now, even with Sapphire Falls built, uh, they only have, I think, 5,700 total rooms. And, I mean, the parks hold 100,000 or more people between the two parks every day. And so, obviously, you're not anywhere even near, um, you know, what are you, like you're 20%. You're yeah. 20% of the amount of rooms that you need. For the property, uh, you know, for everybody. Now they also have the good neighbor hotels around in there. But even if yeah, you throw those in, we've uh, we've we, stayed at one of those. And did we ever review yeah. it? Uh, no, we did not. The Comfort Inn and Suites, I think, is what it was. I'll look that up. But I didn't. Yeah, I think I may have said something quickly, but I didn't film the room or anything. Um, anyway, even with those though, um, there's you're nowhere near where you need to be for the amount of people that are there and we ran head on into this on a trip where we wanted to book last minute and all of the on-site hotels were already booked and so were the off-site hotels because of a convention that was going on yeah uh in the orange county convention center which is close to all of this and so we barely found one room at one hotel 
And so that's, that's, a, that's a problem as you begin to take on more conventions, more things going on in that area. So, yeah, they, they're going to have to build more rooms so they can depend on themselves to uh, supply enough rooms just to the park goers to, uh, to be able to stay there locally and not have to then opt to stay over in Disney and make the drive over, which then makes people say, okay, well, I'll opt for Disney first and Universal second, and they're right back into the position where they've been. So anyway, that's I just went way off there. But um, anyway, if they do build this 4,000-room resort, I think it's a great idea. So um, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. I'm sure it'll be announced here at some point, probably by end of summer. Uh, and you'll know, you'll know what they're going to do. I think they're also going to make an announcement probably by the end of summer on this next thing, and that is Nintendo in the parks. Um, uh, we've seen, I think you saw on the Passholder page, where some people have seen Nintendo executives yeah. in um, the park. That there have been, yeah, several of them. Um, yeah, that have just, they've been uh, walking with different, uh, head executives of Universal around the park. And they have already said that they'll be building in Tokyo first because Tokyo has the Olympics coming up. Yes. And I think it's in 2020 that yeah. the Tokyo Olympics are happening. Yeah, I think that's what year. Um, and so they want to have theirs done in time for the crowds to come in for the uh, 2020 Olympics. Um, but who says at the same time that we can't be building consecutively over here, which would make sense to me. Uh, that they would build consecutively, why they would build in one area and not be able to build in another, yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, construction, schematics, all of that stuff goes together pretty much the same way. Uh, the only difference is land and how the land looks and what you have to do as far as leveling and, and preparing land compared from here to, to Tokyo. And, well, there's also the difference that they're working on, you know, 12 different other things at the same time also. Yeah, but a lot of these are going to be starting to wrap up. I mean, they're going to be pretty far down the road, obviously. Well, we'll get into more of these, but a lot of things are going to wrap up, and then you can replace those projects with the next project. Yeah, I think that you'll see them start construction on it fairly soon. We'll see. Um, but the rumor is right now that they'll start by putting it into uh, where the kids' zone is at. And right now, I mean, we've had the discussion, Connor, I, I have back and forth whether E.T. goes, which is generally in the kids' zone area. So anyway, that's all you know out there. Uh, this is all stuff that's going on, being talked about, and uh, we'll see what happens here coming into the future. Uh, next thing is uh, Hogwarts Castle and Projection Show. Connor had noticed, I think somebody had noticed on the pass order page, that there had been a bunch of trees removed. Yeah, this was months like ago. Four months ago, maybe? Uh, I think it was probably even further than that, like maybe at the uh, tail end of summer. Okay. Anyway, yeah, a bunch of trees had been removed. The pine trees had been removed from the base of Hogwarts Castle. Um, since then, it's still, this is in a rumor stage, right? This has um, never been confirmed. No, by this Universal. has never been confirmed by anybody at Universal. Right. But yeah, since then, um, they've added a ton of lights, um, surrounding the rocks. There's now like, if you look, if you go there at night, there's all these purples and blues and all these different colors that are surrounding the castle now. Um, yeah. And so this could lead to, uh, the rumor is right now. It could lead to a projection show like what they did with the opening of uh, Hogsmeade in Hollywood. And which, if you want to see that, it's on YouTube. Yeah, you can see the opening. For anybody who has seen it, it's absolutely incredible. It was yeah. really, really it would, cool. It would be awesome if they could bring that. And the rumor is that it's going to be a nightly show. Which would be great. I yeah. mean, they need to freshen up. I mean, that park now, uh, the Hogsmeade side, has been open since uh, 2010. So we're now you know, seven years old. 
And uh, so they, they need to kind of continually add. We're going to get to some other stuff that we've had discussions on, but they're going to need to continually add to it now to freshen things up and to keep the interest there uh, in what's happening. Otherwise, you know, you end up with a uh, you know, 30-year-old park or land that you've never done anything with. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I can see that probably happening over time. And the Diz even said that they know somebody who's on a landscaping crew there, and that that's the word even through them, that it was removed for the uh, projection show. And rumor is that they're going to start it at uh, Celebration. Wasn't that the rumor? Okay, well, I didn't put this in the notes, so let's hit this. There is a there's a thing. It's not even a rumor now with the Celebration. Let's just talk about this before. Because the next thing we're going to run into is the celebration cast and schedule. That they're making a major announcement on the first night of celebration, which is January 27th. That's this coming Friday. Yes. And so uh, nobody knows what that is going to be. No, there um, have been there have been a few hints um, that yeah, so have been posted. Do you want to talk about that now, or was there something else? You were yeah, let's say? get into that, and then we'll go from that into the cast. Okay. So. Um, on, I believe it was January 19th. Yes. Uh, Pottermore uh, on Twitter and also the Warner Brothers Studio Tour in London on Twitter both posted um, saying, looking for something, all you need to do is follow the spiders. And then it was followed by a picture of uh, Harry walking into the Forbidden Forest and looking up at Aragog, who was the giant spider from Chamber of Secrets. Um, and so... Then it leads to, well, they have a link and it leads to an Instagram account which says that um, follow the spiders, secrets will be revealed on the 27th of January 2017 and then with the hashtag follow the spiders. The 27th is the start of uh, the Harry Potter Harry celebration. Potter celebration. Yeah. And so uh, there's a rumor going around that possibly they're going to be adding the Forbidden Forest into Hogsmeade. And in, and case, that, in case anyone's forgotten, in... Uh, Hogsmeade right now is the uh, Dueling Dragons or Dragon Challenge, I think it's called, yeah, one or the other. Dragon Challenge. That ride, they've already confirmed that it has outlived its life expectancy, so it's running on borrowed time right now. And so that ride has to either be torn down or completely refurbed. Um, so the fact is, is that they could actually tear that down and put in the Forbidden Forest attraction there. Now, if you go back to the Patents, that they've applied for on ride technology uh, for basically, I think, um, what is it, trackless cars? Yes. I think, and additional things that went with it that um, could all fit into one, this type of attraction. One usage, there was something about how you can uh, fight with Death Eaters and things with your wand. I don't know how that would fit into the Forbidden Forest unless um, they could do like a uh, Battle of Hogwarts ride in the Forbidden Forest also. Yeah. But that's. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, this is all out there. Uh, it's just something we actually had discussed leading up to, okay, with well, spiders, and spiders were in the Forbidden Forest. And so, you know, if you kind of put all of those things together, they could announce, I'm hoping, and you're going to hear it, believe me, if they announce it. We're going to do a show that evening, late, as soon as we get back in, and I'll post it with the audio and everything as soon as the announcement's made, and possibly even with the video if I can get it up from there in time. And still get, you know, two hours of sleep if we have to leave the room again to head for the next morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want everybody to know what the uh, announcement's going to be. So, uh, yeah, we're hoping that's what it is, Forbidden Forest attraction. Um, and you had the idea with uh, making the Ford Anglia car 
Yeah. It could be. That'd be I mean, your it ride could be done. Yeah. Um, and so if they could pull that off and have it being the escape from the Forbidden Forest running from the spiders in the uh, Fort Anglia, that would be an awesome, awesome well, ride. I think. I mean, several times they've used the Fort Anglia as a focal point. A prop. A prop, yeah. Yeah, it's currently in uh, the Triwizard Tournament. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I think Or Triwizard Challenge? Or, yeah. Yeah. But so they've definitely been thinking about it by putting it out there as a focal point in different things. Um, they even stuck it, didn't they? It was there at the base when they did the Hollywood opening. Um, yeah, I believe it, it brought in the uh, cast okay. for the Q&A panel. Yeah. yeah, I believe that they all came in it okay. um, and got out. Okay. It, I think that might have also been the uh, first Harry Potter celebration. They did that same thing. They did. Yeah, that they brought them in in the Fort Anglia. Okay. All right. Uh, well, anyway, that's, you know, once again, uh, rumor. We're going to know within uh, five days, six days, I'm sorry, six days from now, we're going to know what that is, at least what the announcement's going to be. And hopefully I can get it up and you guys will know by uh, this coming Saturday morning. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that this stuff goes up for you as quickly as possible while we're there and not just wait to get it all out. So uh, big task, but uh, hopefully that gets done. Uh, all right. HP, uh, Harry Potter celebration cast and schedule. You want to go through that, Connor? Yeah. Okay. So originally um, all they had announced were first was Warwick Davis and Matthew Lewis. And um, so the people who had bought, the uh, packages for the event elite or the premier yeah, the premier packages they were disappointed and angry because they thought that you know there's been five at least five people uh for every year of harry potter celebration and here they were only announcing two and the premier packages the reason why that's a big deal is you get autographs a personal autograph thing with the cast that's there well if you only bring two people now you've paid for this major package which is a lot more money um, yeah, maybe I mean up to fifteen hundred dollars more in some in some arrangements. Depends on where you stay, but um, yeah, and so you're only getting two autographs, and many times autograph maybe from a, well both people that you probably already have. Yeah, well, because that that was the thing that I've seen uh, is that Matthew Lewis, first of all, is actually moving to Orlando um, here soon because he's going to be getting married, and then the girl that he's getting married to lives in Orlando, and so he's going to be living down there. And then with Warwick Davis, he's actually going to a convention shortly after Harry Potter celebration. Um, so, I mean, there's, yeah, these these are two people that you can get their autographs um, through a lot of different places. They both go to a lot of conventions. Yeah, so it, it upsets some people. and um, Which is understandable. Yes, because you're paying a lot of money. Plus, this is a non-refundable package. Yes, and that's something that we haven't talked right, about. Right, and so people paid this money in trust that you know that that you know that universal would come through and it was really starting to look like they were not going to come through at all yeah, this. So. Uh, i mean we're a week, we were a week out and they just made some announcements finally as to some additional people so you want to go through the cast yeah okay so they added two more people now so jason isaacs who played lucius malfoy and also tom felton who played draco malfoy um are going to be there so that puts it only one less than previous years um, with four people. So that that lessened the uh, annoyance from people, especially, too, because a lot of people like Tom Felton. Um, yeah. He's entertaining to listen well, to. And, and, I mean, for, 
what's his name? Jason. Jason Isaacs. Yeah, this is his first time there. Yeah. And so that's an autograph so, that yes. nobody's had a chance to get. And it's yeah, it's a major deal. Yeah. So they, they made up for it. I think a lot of people, including us, were hoping for Fantastic Beast people to be there. I was hoping this for would have been the time that you could have probably had an easier opportunity of getting them. Unless and we don't know this, unless the filming schedule was so tight for those films that they're filming right on top of each other. Well, the deal with um, the original Potter films was that they would release one every one to two years. And so the filming schedule was right on top of each yeah. other. So they're filming um, constantly. Yeah. And so if they're doing that again with Fantastic Beasts, then, yeah, there's there's no time um, besides just doing quick little uh, appearances here well, and there. Think about it with Star Wars. They filmed right on top. They finished one and yeah. start right into the started right into the next one, even though it didn't release until two years later. Well, a year year later, is that right? Almost yeah, two well. years. Anyway, yeah, it's almost two years because they released Force Awakens in 2016, right? Uh, November of 2015. Was it think. no? Or was it 2016? I don't remember. No, I it think was it was 2015. We're yeah. just now. Yeah, so it was 2015, and they'll release the next one. So yeah, two years. So that stands to reason. That if they're going to keep the same kind of schedule with um, uh, Fantastic Beasts, they're going to have to film one movie to the next. Yeah, so I don't think that. Well, while I was hoping that they would be there, I was not expecting there's it no because time. yeah, there's absolutely no. Now time. that yeah, now that I've actually we've sat here and broken that down, I realized there's no time for them to show up to this. Yeah, and huh. so I I like the cast that's coming to it. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, and let's face it, they did. I heard they expanded the expo there. Yeah, um, to it's now two stages. it's now Soundstage Twenty One and Thirty Three, where it used to just um, be one. Yeah, and okay. so though the deal with that is, I think that they've added uh, the Fantastic Beasts uh, walking or the Fantastic Beasts Studio Tour from London. They've taken that and also added it into the expo on top of the Harry Potter. Um, so tour what, the expo what all is in there do you have any idea i okay. mean there's merchandise yes right? i actually do so give me a second here to pull it up it's fine and i will tell you so everything that's in the expo um so in uh in soundstage 21 there's cursed child there's going to be sneak peeks of i think they from what i understand it's just kind of pictures and then showing the uh play yeah. Because nobody, there's no footage from it yet. Nobody, I think, is allowed to record or anything of the sort. Okay. Um, but maybe they'll surprise me, and there might be something from the uh, from the play that we can watch or see, or I don't know. So there's Cursed Child. There's the uh, studio tours, or there's one studio tour inside of uh, Stage Sound Stage 21. Then Warner Brothers Home Entertainment has an area set up, um, along with Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Interactive entertainment. I think they're doing the uh, the Google Daydream uh, VR experience with Fantastic Beasts, and so what that is is you get to put on a VR headset that comes. Let's say, yeah, it's Google's new VR headset. They teamed up with Warner Brothers to make a Fantastic Beasts game exclusively for the Google Daydream, um, and so you are uh, you're supposed to be a wizard helping Newt take care of his animals and so there's fun games that you can do in there i happen to know somebody who owns all this stuff. <laughs> yes yes I if do. they would just get a video done yeah uh, then we could show that yes yes we anyway. could um so there's that i think that uh warner brothers home entertainment they do uh pictures with backgrounds from the movies like quidditch um so that's what they're doing maybe they'll expand that um and then pottermore is going to be in soundstage 21 which 
that always, that always can be something new um, for what they're announcing. I think either last year or the year before, they announced J.K. Rowling's new writing, uh, talking about all of the different um, schools around the world, the different schools of witchcraft and wizardry from around the world. Um, so that's all for Soundstage 21. Then for 33, there's the Fantastic Beast Studio Tour. Uh, Mina Lima, who are the graphic designers for everything in the film, um, they're going to have their area of the expo set up where you can buy their different prints. Um, that, and sounds, they, that sounds awesome. You yes. never told me that. You could buy their prints? Yeah, you can buy, yeah. For the low, low price of $1,000. Well, it's um, actually, there's some online right now on uh, Universal's merchandise site. Yeah. Um, and I believe for a poster collection of, there's the Wanted Posters collection from Harry Potter, and then there's the uh, the Ministry of Magic decrees from Order of the Phoenix, and I believe that both of those are one thirty nine. Yeah. So will they sign those? Um, I don't think that. I don't know. Probably Being nobody's the, ever been um, weird enough to ask. Well, and. They me. do they do panels, so um, I mean, there's a chance that they might come down and sign some things, but I don't think it's much of a chance. Um, so yeah, I I don't know the answer to that whether or not they do. Look, but, well, we're gonna know. Yes. So um, if the then, opportunity arises, we probably should make sure that we have a pen. Yes. So we'll. Get yeah, it. I was thinking about bringing the. Uh, I have a Marauders map and getting that signed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. I'm sorry, yeah, so, I keep interrupting. You. Um, then there's the exhibition, which is the uh, like just the general giant area where you can look at all of the different uh, is that props, props and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, movies? yeah, and that's where cool. you can buy. I've seen two things of merchandise that you can buy from there, and for some reason, no one ever covers what you can all what all you can buy in there. I've seen quick glances at Dumbledore's cup um, that he used throughout all the movies. And you can also buy Slughorn's, Professor Slughorn's hourglass, the green hourglass that swirls and stuff from uh, So I wonder Athlet if they Prince. won't allow you to take video or pictures, and that's the, why people, a lot of... No, people do. They just, really? Yeah, they just miss the merchandise. Well, if video we can cover pictures. it, we'll cover it then. Yes, yeah, so so. there's the exhibition where you can look at props and buy maybe some of them. Um, and then there's Scholastic is going to be set up there, and they're going to be doing a um, audio challenge, I think. I think they're going to play you maybe apart from the book and you have to fill like in a, a blank. Maybe, yeah, it's going to be like a oh, trivia thing. You've got and that. And you can win a, yeah. You can win some special Harry Potter package that they're giving or something. Seriously? Yeah. We, you could probably make a run at that. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, we'll try it. Okay. Just because it'll be fun. All right. It's something to do. And then finally, there's the Universal Parks and Resort area that's set up, which I think is just kind of there advertising to people who are there for the first time. That's cool. Well, we'll see yeah. what's there. Maybe we'll get some free stuff too along the way. Yeah. So that's all of the stuff that are that are in both sound stages now, but oh, as you can see, yeah, they definitely needed to expand to a second sound stage. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Okay, and then along the way, I don't know if we've discussed, but with the package that we got, we're just staying at Cabana. We're just we love Cabana, and yeah. so that's actually the place that we picked. That was the least uh, expensive package. It's still around a thousand bucks for two to be there, and that was the annual pass holder price for two of us. To, yeah, and so technically we're not buying tickets so uh we're paying for passes to the events and exclusive uh, night in the park yeah um, with one complimentary butterbeer per person and desserts uh yeah we get desserts and then there's also different merchandise that you get for free that uh will come with your package yeah 
you get lanyards and pins. we'll show all of this so. yes i hope to film all of this and get it up get it into something while we're there and not try to do it when we're back because to catch stuff in the moment is great and so yeah because yeah it, it feels it feels completely different to catch it in the moment yeah and so i'm hoping to do that um darn it. oh and we also receive a free breakfast Oh, yes, at the Three Broomsticks. Right. And so we'll be doing that. So we'll have a review of that breakfast from Three three Broomsticks. Um, and their breakfast, I think, is about the same as what you get at Leaky Cauldron with the traditional breakfast. I think. I've never tried it. So but we're they also figure this one out. They have the fizzy pumpkin juice and the pear juice. Okay. That's something Which, that Leaky Cauldron doesn't have. They Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they don't have it. Um, for some reason, it's exclusive to the Three Broomsticks. Okay. Yeah, so Connor's been dying to try this. I love the fizzy pumpkin juice yeah. when we got it this past time. I think we did a review of it. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, and so I hope to be able to review the pear juice this time around. Okay. All right. Do we have anything else to add into that? Anything that you can think of? Um, well, I was just going to say also they uh, released the schedule. The oh, full yeah, the schedule. The That's schedule. right. We were going to go over that. Yeah. Um, so with the first day, I think they're just kind of trying to, they're trying to get ready for the opening night event. Yeah, where I think yeah they're gonna make some massive announcements, and so there's only four things happening on that first day. Yeah, well, only four. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's the Harry Potter Expo, um, will be open there. I heard people say that it's only it's open an hour less um to the public for the for this year than it was last year. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that's just a cut back, um, on the amount of time that it's open to the public versus the people who actually paid. Um, I'll be curious to see how many people show up for Friday. I mean, I think it's got to be a lot, but for Friday night, the locals yeah. will show up. So yeah, there's the Harry Potter Expo. Then they have two movies in the park that you can watch. They haven't announced uh, which movies will be shown. Obviously, I think they're going to be Harry Potter films. I think it'll be Fantastic um, Beasts. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know it's still shown in the I AMC. There yeah, so I don't, I don't know that they have rights to do that yet, to show that off. I wouldn't see why. Um, And then finally, I mean, there's the opening night event. It's leaving our theater here local to us. It's already if, left, yeah. So if it leaves the AMC, I wonder if it'll leave that same week. And yeah, I don't know. That'd be awesome. Now that I would want to go see. The others, we said, okay, yeah, we yeah, might I see actually, him in passing. I was but, thinking about bringing him down and watching him on the road because I'm in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Entertain myself. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, we're driving, by the way. So, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be like an all-nighter. Anyway, um, we do that all the time. Yeah, so then on the next day... Um, there's the Harry Potter Expo. We have our breakfast at the uh, Three Broomsticks that morning. And so then there's also a uh, kids event that they have there that's going to be uh, Dance Like a Bow Batten's Battle Like a Durmstrang. It's just a, it's like a choreographed little fun event for kids to do okay. where they can learn different uh, choreographed moves and stuff from to be like Bow Batten's and Durmstrang from Goblet of Fire. Um, oh, and on that day also the... Uh, Studio tours are open. That'll be okay. uh, all. And it's also, there's going to be a um, creature effects panel with their their creature creator, I guess, and Warwick Davis. Um, okay. So Where's that's that happening on that okay. day. That is going to be in the Toon Lagoon Amphitheater. Okay. Which uh, we've never been in, so that'll yeah, be so on top of having two sound stages, they also have events all throughout the park. Yeah. Yeah, so this is massive. Um, so then there's Harry Potter trivia uh, throughout the day, there's, I think, twice that happens. Um, 
there's learning wand combat skills with the uh, wand combat choreographer Paul Harris. Which is, he's done this every year. Yeah. So, so there's one of those for, it's a uh, kid's one, which is just uh, simple wand motions where he has fun with everybody. And then there's a more serious one where he uh, does it for adults. It's supposed to be like the all skill level wand combat. So that'll be fun. Um, Mina Lima is going to be on that day. There's, which they're I've have a heard panel. they're one of the best presentations. Yeah, well, because this is now a, uh, what are we coming up on? Almost 15 years of creating uh, creating graphic design uh, for the, throughout Probably the parks. Probably more than that the if parks, they started the movies. in the 90s. Because they had to start design before you saw the first movie. The oh, first yeah. movie came out in 2003. No, no, 2000 or 2001. Yeah, so these guys and it started in '97. Probably 20 years. Yeah, wow. so that's yeah. So it's it would be amazing to hear them. Yeah, I've heard wow. it's great. One of the best presentations. Yeah. So then there's also a guided audio tour um, of the exhibition of all the props. I think it's just going to be uh, simple little things where you know you'll hit a button and it'll play audio when you're looking at a prop and tell you some stories about it. Um, Oh, and then there's a film talent Q&A that day. And this is something that I felt they they probably should have spaced out a little. At the same time as the film talent Q&A, they brought in a, um illustrator from the books. Her name is Mary Grand Prix. And they put her at the same time as the film talent Q&A. Yeah, so I, I felt that, that was kind of rude because I don't feel like a lot of people, I don't feel like probably anyone will show up to that. So that's, I don't know, that's kind of rude to do to her. Uh, yeah. To put her in the middle of a film talent Q&A. And then embarrass her by, you know, very few people. But a yes. lot of people maybe have already seen. No, they haven't. They haven't seen Jason Isaacs. Unless, well, um, there is the chance yeah. that he's been met at different conventions, but yes. I guess, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I felt like they, yeah, they should have spaced smart. that out a little yeah. uh, better. Oh, and then there's a uh, costume contest. And then... uh finally to end the night they're going to have an evening tribute i think that's for uh alan rickman they've done this i think the last two years maybe um they've had an evening one raising you know, i him. mean but they can expand this tribute at this point too i mean how many people from the cast from the crew cast and crew have died i mean as far as i know in I all i think there's 13 okay um but those are the, some of those are background characters and so, yeah, but I mean, um, you can yes, give you can always to everybody yes. at some point. Not yeah, so to, I think it know. would be nice to include, yeah, the others. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then on the final day, then there's the Harry Potter Expo again. Um, it's yeah, pretty much just the same stuff. Um, all over again. It's the uh, kids dance like a Durmstrang battle, like a uh, or dance like a Bowbatons battle like a Durmstrang. Yeah. Um, Mina Lima is going to be doing another panel at that. Uh, on the last day also there's going to be more trivia more wand combat um more of the stories from the exhibition and then the creature effects and then uh finally to end out that day there's going to be another film talent q a so yeah for the last day it's just kind of a repeat of the day before um but i think they'll still have some fun stuff to do okay but yeah that's that's just a yeah that's a breakdown of and all that's the, the events rundown going of the on. event. Yeah, all three days. All right, we'll be there. We're going to try to bring this stuff back to you as quickly as possible. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, I could try Periscope some stuff because we do have a Periscope account. I might. We'll see. Periscoping, is it's difficult because we're already trying to film and do audio and film from multiple 
uh, devices. So we'll see. I'm going to try to do what I can. Um, yeah, possibly even uh, Periscope through the GoPro. I might try that. I said that last oh, time. Yeah. So it all depends on time. It's so difficult, everyone, to to try to do all of these things at one time. So uh, we're going to bring to you everything we can from the event. Uh, all right. So that's everything we have to say about that event, right? Yes. Uh, until the weekend. Literally everything. <laughs> okay. And a few more things to go through here. Uh, they just raised the price of Butterbeer from $5.99 to $6.99. With Connor, tax, that's $7.49. Yeah. Connor and I have had the discussion. This is probably to start helping to pay. Listen, this Butterbeer is literally paid for the parks. And so and to, by raising the price of it, maybe a dollar. Well, not maybe, but a dollar. That's going to help to pay to propel this uh, the projects that they have coming up, which I don't have a problem with that at all. So, because that's um, what we were saying was um, that with Volcano Bay, there have been some people asking and not being answered as to whether or not it's going to be a um, annual pass add-on, right? Or if um, even they're going to put it on a, a single-day ticket, because right now you can only buy is it two-day or three-day tickets. You can buy okay if you buy a package, you can buy a package of uh, like three days and you can use a ticket for each day that's the only way that you can buy get a one day uh ticket to um to volcano bay is by buying the three-day package and then if you choose you can use a ticket for one park one day one park another day and then uh one park uh, or one day for volcano bay or if you chose then you can just use all three days and not go to the other parks at all so it's kind of up to you but otherwise Otherwise, if you're just buying a ticket outright, I think you have to buy the least you can buy is a two day ticket to uh, to Volcano Bay. And so here's the problem with uh, not allowing or with allowing if they would allow annual pass holders to come in. Um, the problem is that they're they're not making uh, much of a profit. And so they have to find a way to pay off the park. Well, think about this. If it has limited space, yeah, it has. Limited and if space. all of your local annual pass holders show up to the park every day, you could essentially shut the gates, reach maximum capacity almost every day. And I don't, at best, maybe a third of the people in the place would be people who purchased tickets for the day. All the rest of them would be annual pass holders. Who, I mean, yes, they paid for their annual passes, but, but let's yeah, if you it, just allowed them in right yeah, now, if, they would be getting it for if free. If they charge you $100 more for your annual pass to get an, uh, a Volcano Bay, access added on to it unless they really restrict it down to you could go two weeks on your annual pass discount that's a way they could do it actually restrict it down to you can go this many days during this amount of time and is it worth it to pay the hundred bucks what well, would be if they give you a week access seven day access by doing the hundred dollar buy up uh on your annual pass and they give you a week access for the entire summer months that means seven days you could go before you run out and then you'd have to buy a ticket. That's technically $700 for a hundred bucks because it'll cost you a hundred dollars yes. a day to get into this place. But at the same time, it gives you seven day access and it allows them to not have you in the parks uh, in that park every single day. Yeah, and you're getting a $600 savings on it. I think the you'll end. see them uh, do something like that when it opens. Yeah. But for right now, I think they're just trying to up prices on different things throughout the parks that earn are some um, stinking money. Yes, to earn money to pay off that. all of that. Yeah. And then they can open up uh, well, plus, open up an annual pass. They need to gauge interest in Volcano Bay. I mean, this place could reach capacity even with selling single day tickets. You could see it reach capacity every day this summer. 
which, yes. which is a real problem. I mean, it is and it's not. It's great for them. But you're going to then see people coming up, freaking out on the pass holder page uh, and stuff on the because poor, they can't the, even get into Volcano Bay. The poor guest services people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, be nice to them, everyone. Yes. I mean, you know, they're just people getting a paycheck like you and I to do a job. And so anyway, let's not go into all that. Uh, anyway, Volcano Bay opens June 1st for those of you who do not know it yet. So I um, wanted to throw that out there. So I'm anxious for it to open. Um, worst comes to worst, we're going to be there during a slower time and hopefully we can get access into it at that point so i'm willing to buy at least a one day pass nobody wants to see me running around there uh, <laughs> more than one day without a pass <laughs> i mean with a pass so anyway i'll probably just be there one day i'll film everything i can get if it's a great time then hey i'll be back for more but um uh but at least one day probably uh, in september we're going to try to make it all right, I have one last thing I just wanted to throw in here as a savings thing. Um, for anybody who hasn't doesn't know about it, maybe a lot of people already do, but um, you can buy a movie and dinner package, and you get to eat dinner, I think, at any place, I believe, in uh, City Walk, and you get to see a movie, standard movie, not 3D, not IMAX, not any of that, standard movie, at the AMC, what is it, how many theater? Um, it's it's the, the AMC uh, Universal Cineplex. Okay, but so for twenty two dollars a person, you get dinner and a movie. Uh, I thought that was a fantastic deal. You can buy this, the access to it through the um, ticketing page on Universal. If you just scroll down, you'll see like special events. You can buy the character breakfast. You can buy a lot of stuff through there. You scroll all the way down, and you'll see the movie and a dinner package for twenty two dollars. I thought it was a great deal. And something else that. Uh that I want to mention too with AMC with their theaters is that for $15 a year you can be become one of their uh, premier members Stubbs. and you get yeah, yeah. Stubbs members um, and you get all sorts of things I think you get uh, free buy ups on like half off uh, half off tickets on Tuesdays um, uh, that, I don't know if that depends on just the theater or is that everywhere no that's everywhere okay yeah it's just as long as you're a uh, member of their Stubbs, Stubbs yeah. you get um, free Free uh, Okay, so usually Free if upgrades. you buy online, um, oh. if you buy your tickets online through the app, through the uh, AMC app. Or online. Yeah, or Fandango online even. Uh, you'll pay, without the Stubbs premium, you'll pay uh, $3 per person convenience fee. That's waived if you're a Stubbs uh, member. Um, and then the other thing is that if you get a, let's say you get a, um, a small or a medium uh, popcorn and a soda. You can get a free upgrade to the next size by paying for the uh, medium. So you can get a large for the price of a medium. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's there's several things. You can check it out on their site, um, all the rest of it. But awesome, awesome stuff. If you can uh, afford the $15 a year, it definitely makes it worth it. Well, there's a movie I want to see. It's about uh, Ray Kroc with Michael Keaton. Ray Kroc uh, was the guy who started McDonald's called The Founder. <laughs> and so if Connor and I have time, if we can squeeze it in amongst all the other things we're doing while we're down there, we may do this movie and uh, dinner buy-up uh, for 22 bucks a person and go over and eat and see uh, see The Founder. you got to remember, too, that the parks, especially during this time of the year, close at about 7 p.m. And so you have plenty of time in the evening to do other things. And since we're not clubbing it... Um, <laughs> 
we might just run over and why not go watch a movie about mcdonald's there we go (laughs) yeah there we go that's right i guess i never thought about you're watching a movie about food while you're going somewhere else to eat food anyway no uh, i want to see that movie and so if we can squeeze it in uh we may give that a shot and then who knows maybe we'll do a review of that movie while we're at it so all right i can't think of anything else that we have this has gone on now for uh 40 some minutes so uh we are going to uh, wrap this thing up and we will be back with you guys one way or the other. I'm going to get something released to you. Could be in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, that'll be this Saturday. Let's see. What is it? It's be the 28th. Friday. It'll be Friday. Yeah, but I'm not going to release it until Saturday because oh, we're going to okay. be in the parks on Friday. So, um, so I will release it sometime by Saturday. Let's hope Saturday morning, Saturday, sometime on Saturday. I'm going to try to get a at least an audio show up for you. Uh, if we can do video, great, but I'm going to at least try an audio show and get that up for you. And uh, who knows? Maybe we can release one every day. Yeah, and yeah, I just nice. won't sleep at all for the entire time <laughs> we're there. Um, uh, we'll see. I don't want to make too many promises. We're going to try to do everything we can, as we always do, um, and uh, take you take you guys along the way uh, as we're there. So until uh, this Saturday... Everyone uh, enjoy. Uh, Keep an eye on our Periscope account. We are at these amazing places on Periscope, and uh, I'm going to try to Periscope some stuff from there also. So if you're not already following us, get on there, follow us, and uh, we'll see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.